You're on the Plants Grow Here podcast. I'm Daniel Fuller. Come along with me as we enter a hidden world of deep horticultural, ecological and landscape gardening knowledge with featured experts, industry professionals and enthusiasts. Everywhere you go, you hear horticultural, landscaping and nursery business owners complaining that they can't find staff. And yet I've also heard pro gardeners saying that they can't find a job. How can both of these things be true? It doesn't make much sense to me, so I created the new green industry job board, hortpeople.com, which will be launching next Sunday, the 21st of August. In this episode, my mentor Karen Smith interviews me about why our green industry needs a job board and what makes this one special. Hang around until the end of the episode to hear about my personal reasons for getting into horticulture 10 years ago when Karen asks me the final question. Hi, how are you going, Daniel? Uh, nice to be speaking to you about this fabulous new project that you've been working on for the past few months, which might I add, I think is a fabulous idea because I've been uh, around and about a fair bit, as you know, and particularly in the last couple of months, uh, going to lots of industry functions. And uh, I'm continually hearing that people can't get staff they're looking for staff. They want staff who are motivated and, you know, naturally they want the right person. Having said that, in some cases I think some people would take just about anybody because they're really getting desperate and especially as we're coming into spring. So I think your um, Hort People Industry Jobs Board is uh, very timely. Thanks, Karen. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job. So it's something that's well needed and considering that our industry employs a hell of a lot of people, it's, um, you know, it's great. So talking about our industry, what do you think is the most important part of the green industry? Karen, I think that the most important part of our industry is the people. We are the people who keep this industry going. Like without us, this whole industry falls apart. So Personally, I think the most important part of our industry is the people. It's not even the plants. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because um, I've just come back from a, a study tour, a horticultural study tour, and uh, and it was with a lot of people from our industry and we're all commenting about how lucky we are that we work in an industry of people who are very grounded, uh, love nature, and there's... Um, I personally think there's something pretty special about people who um, who work in our industry and probably for those reasons because, you know, I like the outdoors and nature and plants and everything and, and um, it's probably because most of the people working in industry are the same. So, you know, we tend to all get along fairly well. There, there would be very few people that you meet in our industry that are, that are not nice. So I, I think you're definitely right about that. And uh, most uh, employers will say it's not about me, it's about my staff. And and I've judged a lot of garden centres and businesses that have won awards and the first thing they say is it's not about me, it's not even about our plants, it's about the people, which is what mm-hmm. you just said. So I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Absolutely. So like, let's have a look at these gardens, right? So somebody actually designed that. That wasn't nature that did that. That was a person. 
when you look at the hedges. That's a person that prunes that. Those hedges don't come like that. Definitely. Well, that's right. And, and, and then when you get to the level of the design itself, you know, there's a person behind that. So there is a person behind the plant that you buy from the garden centre, the person that designs the garden, the person that mows the lawn or does the hedges, as, as you say, or, you know, perhaps they're working in research and development or um, plant breeding. So, you know, it, it, there's so many aspects of horticulture and so many different sectors that the variety is enormous and and therefore that covers the interests of lots of people. So, you know, sometimes the people that have got that really creative um, uh, side to them will will lean towards garden design. Others could, could be wanting to uh, work in a retail garden centre and do all the merchandising and display all the plants. So you've got that element of um, the design aspect then you've got the people that are really happy to be working um, perhaps in a, a, a production nursery where they're nurturing uh, cuttings or they're propagating and nurturing all of those tiny weeny plants and uh, seeing them go through the different phases of, you know, growing growing up. And so, you know, there's there's just so many different sectors there's horticultural therapy and you know you might want to work in a botanic gardens or uh, on a council maintaining parks and gardens and you know that there's there's just so many different fields that you can go in when we when we look at the green industry or horticultural people um, there's really something to suit everybody so what's been your experience when you've been searching for horticultural jobs well first of all let's say online you know what what's been your experience well that's always been my experience has been online so I can't think of a time when somebody said hey I've got a job a friend has a job a friend of a friend in fact there was only one time which was my first time getting into horticulture a buddy of mine said oh come and work for my landscaping business so I quit my sales job because I hated it and then I turned up that morning and he said, sorry, mate, no work, go home. And so I had to go oh. online and find a job. But just imagine this, right? So you're sitting on a computer and you get into the job site and you've got two categories to search from. You can either get in construction or farming, and that's just not relevant to the, to, to the kind of work that I do. So what yeah. that means is that I need to actually have the exact keywords so I would search like landscaping, landscape maintenance, garden maintenance, and I have to keep going through all these different keywords, trying to find that right keyword. And each one of those keywords would bring up different jobs. And most of the jobs would not be applicable to me, but it was really hard. I knew that my career progression wasn't going to be into management or it wasn't going to be a business owner, but I also did want to progress in my career. Like after five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, I couldn't find a way forward. And I think that's yeah. just down to because I didn't know what to search. So I remember about a year ago, there was a Gardening Australia position that came up, which was a researcher role. The only reason why I found that out was because it went viral. I mean, like how many other dream jobs did I miss because I just didn't know the right keyword to search? Yes. Uh, it's so true. Like I know I've been on some and, and you type in the word horticulture and it nearly always comes up, you know, someone's looking for uh someone to maintain gardens well that's not necessarily what i was looking for so you're right it's um it's really hard to narrow it down so 
um, what you're doing because it's straight away, you know, you want to work in, in the green industry. So with your jobs board, you know, you're obviously, um, you know, going to expand on that. So do you want to talk a little bit? Oh, well, you actually have just talked a little bit about um, the existing type of things that are out there. What other what other downsides do you see to those existing career sites? You know, like in in respect to what we do. You know, in our industry, if you're looking for a different different niche. Like sometimes you can search for money under a category of, um, you know, you want a, a certain pay bracket and you get to the stage of, and, and you don't have to go very high and you get to the stage there's none, mm-hmm. you know. So to me that's, that's been um, not so great. So I also think another problem is that employers sometimes just don't put an income on there because, I don't know, are they trying to lie to their staff or trying to trick people or something like that? On Hort people, we're going to make it mandatory so that you have to put at least a range there because I don't think it's fair for employees or candidates to apply for jobs when they have no idea about the salary. Yes, that's that's really a relevant thing because we've all got to pay our bills at the end of the day and, and, and why waste people's time if they're going to offer you a job that's so low that you can't afford to feed yourself? I think it's only fair that we put those prices up. Now, obviously, sometimes the role salary may vary depending on experience. That's fine. We can put a bracket there between this and this. Mm. So we kind of talked about the fact that those categories are there. I really don't want to let that one go. I just want to talk about that again because that's huge. On Hort people, we can actually search through 37 categories. So it's like I've been in garden maintenance for five, six, seven, ten years well, hang on, what's this new category over here about green infrastructure? I'll click on that and then I'll go through the jobs in green infrastructure. Oh, gee, this is actually really interesting. And look, turns out I'm actually a good candidate for this job. I tick all these boxes, but I never would have found it because I was searching for landscape maintenance on the old job boards. Yes. Well, I think it was only recently that LinkedIn included horticulture Mm. as a category. So, you know, we we tend to get forgotten about and yet as we talked earlier there there are so many um different jobs from 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 laboring right through to having a university degree in either horticulture or botany or uh environmental science you know so so it is very broad so what categories would an employer normally need to put their jobs under like you know You've got how many categories did you say? 37? Hmm. Yeah, see, you know, that's pretty broad, isn't it? Many of us have worked in a lot of different sectors of the industry and that's that's how you, you build on your career and, and broaden your knowledge. Uh, so whether, you know, so if you're a new person to the industry, you might, you know, pick and choose. There's there's a lot to choose from, but as we become more experienced, we're looking for something a little bit more challenging, mm. and perhaps a higher pay rate. So, um, if you're if you've gathered extra skills along the way because you've moved around a little bit and um, you know upskilled along the way, and you may have you know done extra courses because there's always new courses becoming available or you know you get involved in certain um, 
you know, groups, interest groups within the industry so that your knowledge becomes, um, you know, pretty high level. So uh, as you say, with the existing job seeker type uh, sites, it it never, ever narrows down compared to what I'm seeing on your website. So it seems like the horticulture and landscape industry uh, needs a new job board and, um, yeah, so it looks like you're on the right path here. Thanks, Karen. I'd also just like to bring up one more little section as well. I mean, I'd like to go through all the categories, but I think the most exciting part for me is the category of new to the industry. So I think a lot of jobs within our industry ah. actually can be done by somebody who hasn't been trained yet. So let's give the newbies to the industry, whether they're young or old, Let's give them a shot. Yep. And, um, you know, candidates can upload their resume onto the website and employers can also post job ads in the new to the industry section. So let's give people a fresh chance to enter our industry and not only help out people who've already been here and done the hard yards. Okay. So not only is the employer posting um, advertising and looking for new staff and they can talk about that and, and elaborate on it but what you're saying is that people who are seeking employment can then advertise themselves in a sense by putting up what their skills are. And so a prospective employer could say, oh, this person looks like they've got all the hmm. the skills that I require. So is that, am I understanding that right? Absolutely correct. So you can post your resume, a little about me. You can post multiple resumes in multiple categories as well. That's all completely free. I don't want to charge anybody to do that. You can also block employers. I don't want anybody to ever be on my website feeling like they're being harassed by an employer. So you can block an employer, no worries. Only employers who have the paid subscription can actually search through resumes. So you're not going to get random people trying to find you. But yeah, safety is definitely my number one concern. I don't want anybody to feel like, can I trust this website? Can I put this up or am I going to get harassed? No. Only paying employers can find you, people who've subscribed, and you can always block them at any point. Okay. So if somebody, like say, for example, somebody has uh, a resume to put up, but they don't want the whole world to see all their personal details, could they just put it up but without a name to begin with and then that employer makes contact via your website? Is that Oh, absolutely. So there's just a name section there. You can put under your name section, name to be disclosed or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that that's good because, you know, not everyone wants all their personal details, phone numbers and email addresses and stuff that's right. out there. You can message each other within the app as well. So it's not like you have to put your number on display. You can just say, hey, I'm only taking messages through Hort people. Okay. Well, that's really a great safety net and I'm sure that people would feel very comfortable with that. I I think that sounds terrific. Is it possible on the website for other people applying for jobs to see your resume? Like say, for example, I I put my resume up there and Joe Blow puts his resume up there. Can he see mine? Only if Joe Blow is dedicated enough to actually splash the cash on paying for an account. So he'd have to pretend like Joe Blow was an employer. Right. So if you're really worried about your safety, take your name off, like you said, and just treat yourself as Jane Doe. Okay. So you could have a um, a username, perhaps. 
Yes, that's right. You can have a username. I'm not sitting there checking everyone's name. That's not the name on your license. <laughs> that's not what we're doing yes, here. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I just thought I would clarify that because I think that's important for people to know. So that sounds um, really good. So what type of job categories are available on hortpeople.com? After finishing recording with Karen, I've added a few more categories to this list. So now we're up to 42. These are all of the categories we have so far. Admin, agriculture, arboriculture, botanic gardens, business management, consulting, disability opportunities, ecology, education, entomology, equipment slash mower shop, floriculture, green infrastructure and civil, horticultural therapy, interior plantscape, irrigation, Landscape and grounds maintenance, landscape architecture, landscape construction, landscape design, machine operation, management and leadership, media, mentorship, mycology, new to the industry, NRM, which means natural resource management slash land care slash conservation, nursery production, nursery retail, parks and gardens, Pests and Diseases, Product Development, Sales, Marketing and B2B, Science and Research, Seasonal, Soil Science, Subcontract, Tender, Tourism, Turf, Volunteer and Work from Home. Well, that's right. And I'm sure that if you were inundated with uh, another particular category, you you could soon alter that. So, Mm. you know, one way or another, people are going to, uh, I'd say you've got, you've covered it pretty well there. So people are able to uh, find a category as an employer that that will slot into, that their their job will slot into. Totally. And look, there was a time when my wrists, I was in a lot of pain with my wrists. Now I've worked out that it's actually to do with a slipped disc that I had in my back. So I'm getting acupuncture for that and things are going well with that. But there was a time when I was asking myself, how do I get out of landscape maintenance because I'm in agony? And I, and I yeah. wonder how many people are out there right now going to work every single day in pain, thinking how much longer can I do this? When they could just be going onto my job board and going, oh, sales, business to business. I can actually take my experience in our industry and then go into a different direction or machine operation or landscape design. Like we can be moving sideways, not just up. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That sounds logical to me. Where in the world can people uh, use Hort people? Anywhere, Karen. So it's, it's our job now. So we need to make this thing happen. So essentially, there's no restrictions on where you can be. If you're in Timbuktu, if you're in the Cayman Islands, it's all through Google Maps. Oh, so if someone's got a if someone's got a job going at Kew Gardens or uh, a, a landscape project in Dubai, they can post it on Hort People. That's correct. Fantastic! Oh, this is getting very exciting, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, there's uh, always people looking to uh, broaden their career by working overseas, and I think that certainly gives people, uh, you know, a, a, such a good broad range once once they once they've done that. So moving around, as we said earlier, and and gathering skills. Hmm. So tell us about some of the features. Right. So we've got social login, so you can log in using Google, Facebook, and LinkedIn, so you don't have to go mm-hmm. through 
the 10 seconds it takes to type out your name in your email because I don't like doing that. I don't know about you. I mean, it doesn't yeah. take long to do it, but for whatever reason, I just like signing up with Google. So that's an option. You can yeah. search for jobs on the map. So I don't know if you've ever used booking.com, but that's like a booking yeah. hotel booking website, right? And I love how on that website you can just find hotels based on the map. So other features, uh, we can upload a resume that only paying employers can see, as I said. We can search yeah. through categories. I want to take you through the options that employers have. So employers can post a job, manage jobs, manage applications. Then you've got a message section for your private messaging. You can manage your plan so you can go up or down. I want to talk to you about plans after I've finished talking about these two sections. Yeah. You can browse resumes so you can just search keywords. You can search areas. You can job follow so you can follow other jobs that are relevant in your industry. You can also mm -hmm. manage those followings that you have. There's also a resume suggest section. So that's going to pop up resumes without you even having to type for them. So you can click on the resume suggest bit and search through ones that the algorithm reckons are going to work for you. You can shortlist candidates. You can ha you have a company profile, so you can sort of edit your about us, take photos, company photos, backdrops, stuff like that. And you can also shortlist uh, resumes. So that's wow. so that's for the employers. So let's go through what job seekers can do now. Job okay. seekers can post a resume. They can go through my resumes and update, delete, all that good stuff. Then you've got a message section for private messaging. Then you've got browse companies. So you can search for a company by name or by trade. You can manage the applications that you've put forward. So you can actually withdraw an application and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get job alerts. So you can put your keywords in and get a, an alert for a particular type of job. You can bookmark jobs. You can manage companies that you're following and you can follow jobs and follow companies so that you get updated when they drop a new job. And there's a similar section to the employer's section where you can have a job suggest. The algorithm will tell you jobs that it suggests. And you can block companies and change your profile as well. Okay. Well, that all sounds... Um terrific and certainly way different to anything I have ever seen before on an um, employment site. Tell me about the packages for employers, Daniel. I won't mention brand names for the other job boards, but the way that I have, well, I'm not, I've never employed somebody through those job boards, but I've experimented with it while I'm doing this. And the way that they do it is that they charge you per day. So you can't even get a real answer out of them about how much it's going to cost. So you're sort of sitting there panicking about like, oh, is this going to cost me $10 million? Is it going to cost me $200? Am I going to get an employee out of this? Um, so it was going to cost me $15 a day to put up a normal job ad from a very small company for one employee. And I just thought that was quite rich. So instead, what I'm doing is you pay for a certain amount of time. The bronze and silver memberships are for 30 days. With the bronze membership, you get one job post within 30 days. So you pay for your membership, you put the job out up that day, and then you've got 30 days until that job expires. If you want to have another go, then you just pay for the next 30 days and you repost the job ad. Now, I'm putting the reduced price, because we're just starting this out, as $20 for 30 days. Now, I think that's ridiculously cheap. I'm basically giving it away because I want to get this thing off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So the bronze membership only includes one job for 30 days. But the silver membership for $30 at the reduced price gets you three job posts for 30 days. 
So some companies will need three employees or maybe you want to post job ads on three different categories or something like that. Yeah. For 40 bucks, you get a gold membership, which is five job posts for 90 days. And the platinum is the big daddy. So this is going to be $90 for 365 day membership with 20 jobs posting. So this is stuff like Bunnings, big companies like Bull Australia, stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. What a bargain. It is a bargain. And do you know what? When I'm launching this, there aren't going to be that many employers on there. So if you get on there really quickly, you're going to be the only one that people are going to have eyeballs on. Yes. I guess the big thing now is uh, advertising it, you know, advertising what you've got and uh, getting it out there so that people are aware. So I do have plans for advertising. There's the usual social media, LinkedIn, all that sort of stuff. So I think also the Hort Journal magazine. So Hort Journal Australia is probably a a no-brainer for me to be advertising on just because that's where the industry look. And on the podcast and through other podcasts and at the same time, though, I can't do this by myself. So I really do need everybody who's listening's help to really spread this word out. So please, guys, if we love our industry, we need this job board. Can we please get this out there? Yes. Oh, look, we desperately need people in our industry. So, yes, jump on board, everybody. I urge you to to shit whenever you see it on uh, any social media or advertised anywhere. Please um, share it. Um, so even though this is new, um, I can see why uh, people should be using this now before it really takes off and you put your prices up. <laughs> um you know, it's look, it's a no-brainer as far as I can see. So what are some of the other reasons an employer should use supportpeople.com? Right. So I've used other job sites, as I said, just experimenting. I found them hard to use. I think that this system is really easy to use and very intuitive. So I think it's easy to use. It's cheap. Um, I mean, you're not married to any one job board. You may as well just spend 20 bucks and put another job ad up on mine. Because, I mean, that $20 is going to get you probably one day on another job site. So you may as well just splash out on a bit extra and chuck it up on Hort people as well. So, um, yeah, you don't have to choose. I reckon get in now as well before everyone's on here because you're going to be the only one in your niche that will have a job ad up. So the more crowded it gets, the more competition you're going to have. So really, this is the opportunity right now. This is really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get a job bad up on Hort People right now. Yeah, exactly. So there might be some people listening listening into this podcast who are already in a job. Does that mean they shouldn't be browsing for, you know, moving up the ladder, better jobs, even <laughs> if they're comfortable where they are? I mean, Karen, like I'm a happy guy, but I could always be happier. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, like, why do we wait? Why do we do this to ourselves? So just get on the job board, have a look, put your resume up. Your boss doesn't need to know you're looking. Your boss doesn't need to know you put a resume up. Just have a go. And, I mean, you never know what job you could have. Like, you could actually have a dream job approach you. So just because you're a little bit happy doesn't mean you can't be happier. Sure. Oh, well, and as as we spoke about earlier, that's how you you get – uh, broaden your knowledge and, um, you know, gather expertise. So, um, you know, it's all it's all sort of part of it, of your uh, personal growth is uh, gathering more experience. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd say um, all those employers out there that are desperate for 
people to work. We're, we're coming into spring and we know what happens in horticulture mm-hmm. in spring. It uh, goes a bit mental and, and keeping up with everything is is not easy. So um, I'd urge any employer to start posting and, of course, for people looking for a job as well or looking for a, a change or a new career path. So, mm. yeah, the sky's the limit really. Karen, if somebody's listening to this podcast right now and you're in accounting or something like that or you're a lawyer or something like that, like why are you listening to this podcast? Is there a job in this industry for you? Is it time you left the office? Is it time you left whatever industry, traffic control, whatever you're in? Is it time to start a new career path? Because it's not like you have to start at the bottom. It's like you get to move sideways and you still get to take the experiences that you've had in your other life and you get to bring them to a new industry. I think everybody needs to be in this industry, Karen, because this is the mental health industry. This is the happiness industry. Yes, yes. Yes, we certainly give give back a lot to the community. That's one of the, the reasons I like working in horticulture is that, you know, you're giving back, you're producing a product or working with a product, which is plants, you know, that uh, make the world a happier place and a better place. So, and. And likewise, as you were saying before, you were in a job that, um, you know, you physically started, your body starts to break down and, and you are looking to take on another role but still stay in the industry. So whilst the job, as you said, you know, you can get a job in admin or you could get a job in marketing um, horticultural products. So it isn't just a site for people who are doing the hands-on physical work. There's all sorts of roles, a sales rep or whatever but still working in the green industry so it could be you know looking to move on and work in an office and design gardens become a landscape architect or a landscape designer so uh, interior landscaper whatever whatever takes your fancy it it'll all be there so exactly so i think you've 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 really um hit a, a niche market and it's going to be such a good thing for our industry because um, as we've already discussed you can't always fine tune uh, on those other job seeker sites you don't always find what you're looking for because it's too broad and too big whereas this sort of brings it in even though we have lots of sectors you're still working in the green industry and it's an industry that that people enjoy working in. So um, it's just a matter of finding the right job for you or finding the right person to work for you. So well done. I mean, I remember when I left my last job, tried a few other things and went back to him because I realised how good it was with working with my buddies out in the sunshine and why I got into horticulture in the first place. But when I left there, he wasn't able to fill my place and it was just really hard because I gave him four weeks' notice thinking that was a long time and then turned into six weeks' notice because he still couldn't fill my position. And then I left and he's had to lose clients in the end. Like that was his solution was to lose clients and it's devastating. Business owners are just, we're devastated. This is not okay for this to be happening, that we need a solution. And this is the best thing I can think of. Yeah, I think you've done a a terrific job. Well done. I think, you know, our industry needs this because ours is also an industry of uh, people who I think the average age is 42 and we need a lot of young people and so many young people are really not aware of the diversity of jobs in our industry. When I was in high school, Karen, 
the horticultural subject that we had, that wasn't my scene. I thought the horticulture was just full of the bad kids who like wanted to beat each other up and stuff like <laughs> that. Like that's really what I thought horticulture was until I got into the industry. It actually took working with the most beautiful people I've ever met. And one of my best friends is someone who I met through Acre Lawns, working at Acre Lawns, yeah. Scotty, shout out. I just think, yeah, horticulture, people misunderstand it and they think, oh, gardening's a hobby. It's not a job. No, there is a real career here. Yeah. Well, that's right. There's a real science behind it and um, and that really comes to play when people, you know, people think, oh, it's just gardening until things go wrong and they don't know <laughs> how to fix it and, and, you know, correct things. So, yeah, no, I think um, yeah, we want some lovely, lovely new young people in our industry, and um, and that would and this could be the solution to the problem. So let's um, let's go with it, and and good luck with it. I think it's great. Is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know about? You know, this is your little question that you ask everyone. <laughs> so now I'm putting it to you. Yeah. Karen, I did think about what I wanted to say in this bit because uh, obviously we'd have to keep this question in. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm not going to preach you. I'm not going to tell you you need to make a change. I'm just going to tell you about my story. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was growing up. I mowed lawns for my parents because my parents, uh, what they used to do was they would rent out houses, fully furnish them, and then sublet them on, basically Airbnb before Airbnb. What mum would do was rent a house at the normal rental rate, fully furnish it, and then rent it out to people like Rio Tinto and stuff like that who'd have people who needed short-term accommodation. What I used to do was mum used to pay me 20 bucks or whatever it was to just go and mow lawns for those houses. And I basically went to uni for town planning because I thought, oh, you're a town planner. I hated it. So my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, this was in 2010 or so, she said to me, Daniel, you hate this job. Why are you doing this? And then I was like, yeah, you're right. So that sort of sent me on a journey of going through a bunch of different jobs. And I ended up in sales at one point doing five-year contracts, business to business for a printer company. I hated it, Karen. Before I got into that, I was doing telemarketing for a telecommunications company and it just wore me out. So I got a mate who said, yeah, come work for me. Didn't work out. Then I went and Started my job in gardening and and I never really looked back because the thing about it was that it made me happy. And then there was this part of me that was like, oh, but gardening's just gardening. And it and it was a bit of a journey for me to realize, no, no, this is a really beautiful industry. This is a really beautiful thing that I'm doing. Like I wake up in the morning, don't dread going to work like I used to, <laughs> going to telemarketing. I mean, like that was such a blessing in my life to have gardening there when I was ready. And I always thought, oh, it'll just be for a little while. The more I did it, the more I realized the craft of it and it's sort of like once you get good at something you don't really want to give it up you want to keep going so that was my journey and yeah I just think that there are a lot of people right now who are living a life that is suboptimal and they're probably living like how I was they're waking up in the morning and thinking like oh I'm dreading going to work and I think at the end of the day that's probably telling you something sometimes Mm -hmm. you do just need to cheer up a little bit and and it's not so bad, but then sometimes you really do need to make a change. And for me, it was the case that I needed to make a change. And I wonder how many people are out there right now who maybe need to make a change. Yeah. Well, come and work in horticulture. People are screaming for workers. Yeah, yeah. You get a job, no dramas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
All right, so now we've got to find all those employers to post their jobs on this site and uh, the sky's the limit. That's it. And also employees or candidates to post their resumes. Yes. We want to give employers something to search for. So if you'd like to put your resume up on the site, I reckon, yeah, just get it out there. Like put yourself on the line. Like you never know how your life can change. And I can tell you my life has changed so many times by just putting myself on the line, just cold Mm. contacting people, just doing uncomfortable things, putting myself out of my comfort zone, trying a new industry. I worked in a bookstore. I worked in a cafe. I was a cook, a barista. What else did I do? I just did heaps of things, Karen, and it took me a while to realise where I belonged. Yeah, and you finally found your home. (laughs) And it's not just gardening. Like here I am in horticulture media. Like there are so many different pathways. Yes, that's right. The grass is greener in horticulture. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's been lovely speaking to you and I wish you all the success with uh, your new website, hortpeople.com. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. Hortpeople.com launches on Sunday the 21st of August. Business owners should set a calendar reminder and get your job ad copy ready so that you're ahead of the pack. Employees, even if you love your current job, there are a million employers out there right now looking for somebody just like you. It wouldn't hurt to have a peek at the options, would it? Upload your resume and get employers to come to you as well. Experience is neither required nor necessarily desirable. No matter what level of experience you bring to the table, whether that's as a newbie or a seasoned veteran of any background, there's a job in horticulture for you.